1: Coming up, everyone was telling me, like, oh, you must be a lesbian, right? right. Like, you're so masked. Like, there's no way that you're straight. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Again, Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not.
0: Hey, welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. I'm Dan Hudson. Uh, I'm non-gay. He is James Barr. He's gay. Um, a few weeks... How dare you out me? That ship has sailed. Um, anyway, a few weeks ago... <laughs> We did a live show at the Cheerful Earful Podcast Festival in London. So much went on in this show, basically, that we just decided to put out the episodes from that day into two parts.
2: I do feel a bit offended at you calling me a ship, by the way. I think I'm more of a sailboat, if, if anything, rather than a ship or maybe a rubber ring. But yes, we've decided to put it out in two parts.
0: So next week, you're gonna hear the fantastic chat that we had with Fat Tony. Tune in for a really in-depth and also kind of hilarious conversation about addiction, recovery finding love and happiness that's coming out next week
2: but before that it's part one and we're joined by lgbtq plus educator and youtuber jamie rains jamie gained a huge online following by sharing his personal transition with the world that's coming up in a few minutes but we started the show by catching up on dan's latest career move oh, god welcome to a gay and a non-gay So, Dan has recently signed up to be a Jamie Dornan lookalike. Yes. How is that going, it's Dan? It's going
0: really well. Uh, James doesn't want to talk about it, so we're doing it as quickly as possible. I mean, I really don't um, think
2: Dan looks like Jamie Dornan, and we've been having this conversation a long time. But let's have a look at his advert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here he is. So, you can, so here's the tea, you can book me as a Jamie Dornan lookalike from lookalikes.co.uk. Uh,
2: let's just roll the screen <laughs> up now, I think that's enough time spent on that, we'll just get rid of that. Um, <laughs> Uh, but and, yeah, you yeah. can book, Dan. Yeah. How many bookings have you had? It's been live for about two months now. How no, many it's, been live have had? For about,
0: it's been live for about a month or so. How many bookings in a month? Well, none. But, none? Okay. <laughs> but I haven't really, I haven't really made a thing of it. I haven't properly announced it
2: right to people. Do you know what I mean? Well, so. hopefully now at least so, one person in the room might be interested in booking you.
0: Well, I was trying to. Here's the thing: I wanted to announce it via the press, right? But the press, unfortunately, aren't, aren't interested.
2: Well, I wonder yeah. why
0: that is. I wonder why.
2: So, is yeah. anyone in the room interested in booking Dan as a Jamie Dornan lookalike? <laughs> no, you're not. Shut the. F- <laughs> shut up. One woman in the back is very thirsty.
0: <laughs> Woo! Well, so that was two, and I'm 300. 300- <laughs> I didn't even realise this, but I'm 300 pounds a pop. So I'm. 300 pounds. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is that how much it is? That's how much it is. Yeah. Wow,
2: no wonder you're not getting any bookings. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't. To be, to be fair, I didn't set the price. It does feel oddly high. It's quite
2: high. Maybe bring it down a bit and see if you get any takers. How much would you pay? You scream for it. Would you pay three hundred pounds an hour? (laughs) So what? (laughs) And he can't even do the accent. The Northern Irish accent. Yeah. No, not really. Go on.
0: Go on. Um, I don't. Well, Ireland's politically. I don't want to. Oh, just do an accent. Oh, hello. I'm James. (laughs) Great. Um, <laughs> anyway, lookalikes.co.uk for all your favourite lookalikes. <laughs> and actually, you should see some of the people that are on that uh, website looking, masquerading. Oh, wow, as oh, wow. As well. look at yeah. you,
2: coming for your colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly he became bitter. Don't be bitter, Dan, be better. Um, now, Dan told me earlier that he thinks I should do this thing called No Nut November. Yeah. Firstly, any... what is No Nut November? Does anybody
0: know about no, no Nut November? Right, so it's, what is it? Does it? I, I refuse there's to believe a, that a not people. a single person knows what No Nut November is. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, it's when you, you, you don't nut for... So no, nut
2: meaning, like, have sex, right? Well, you don't relieve yourself, I suppose. Oh, Or relieve yourself. Ejaculate. Okay, thank you, the man in the back. <laughs>
0: um,
2: no, I, so why do you think I should do that, sorry?
0: Well, it, it, it's, I think it's quite a healthy thing to do. Like, potentially. Is it? Yeah. Isn't it better out than in? Uh, y- I mean, maybe, but like, if you think about it, <laughs> People, people fast, don't they, for a month, and that's... that's right, uh, yeah, I guess so. Sh- shout out to m- m- Muslim friends. Um, and that seems to be like a... Sounds to be uh, a oh, that wasn't a political lovely. statement, by the way. Just, okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, let just uh, anyway swiftly on. <laughs> um, and that seems to be like a net good thing, right, to do. So I wonder whether no, not November is a net good thing for you to do. Why? And then, You're pulling me a slut, aren't you? Well, you, I mean, no, I'm not, but you, you have... Uh, <laughs> you you, you slept with four blokes last week, right?
2: Yes, that is true. I did sleep with four different, different so. men last week within seven days.
0: But there's no judgment here. This is a safe space,
2: right? Thank you. Has anyone else slept with four or more men in the last seven days? Okay. What about women? Or theys? No? Okay. Just so as, an, as a... Uh, Any higher than, like, one different guy or, or girl or they? You've you slept with more than one person?
0: James... James will help you get off the mark.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, before we bring on our first guest this evening, and we have two amazing guests, um, it's time for a feature that
0: celebrates the straight people in the room.
2: Yes. Because I'm sure you're aware, at the moment, it's really hard to be straight.
0: Yeah, it is. It's hard out there. Um, Do you remember earlier when I said there were any straight people in the room, everybody was too scared to say anything?
2: Mm. I remember earlier when you gave a shout-out to Muslims and everyone was too scared to react.
0: (laughs) 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 Again, it wasn't a political statement. (laughs) (laughs) also
2: you are in Balham the whitest place in London Mm -hmm. Um, well it's time for Things (laughs) Dan Can't Say which is uh, a feature where he's allowed to say whatever he wants without us being offended okay so no one can be offended by any of the clumsy awkward straight things that Dan is about to say so it's time for Things Dan Can't Say are we ready to sing along to the theme tune you will know the words yes after the first verse here we go it's Things Dan Can't Say Let me do some clapping. (laughs) You might just want to know why I don't like girls, I like guys. I'm well for one night, only you can say what you like. Have you tried being by? Do you shag lots of guys? Well, for one night, only you can say what you like. Things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say. say, he's on, on the wrong track, baby, things that Dan, Dan cannot say. Sing along! Things that Dan, Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, he's on the wrong track, baby, things that Dan cannot say. Woo! Just a reminder, no one's allowed to be offended, but okay. I fear you might gasp. <laughs>
0: Why can't gay people just admit that RuPaul's Drag Race is over? (laughs) First thing I want
2: to say on this, actually, and there's a big reaction in the room. The first thing that annoys me about this, and I know it's a safe space, but it's like, you won't own that yourself, you have to put that onto the gay community. Why can't you just say, I don't like RuPaul's Drag Race? Instead, you have to go, why won't gay people admit that
0: it's over? But we like it, it's not over. Well, firstly, I don't like it anyway, but that's, that's long established. But it doesn't matter whether I like it or not, does right, it? Right, but you think gay people are over it? No, I think everybody, I think it, everybody is kind of over it, but gay people can't just go, you, you know what, it. let's let this one go.
2: Okay, are there any gay people in the room, or queer people, LGBT people that are over it?
0: Silence. She's very much, un- you're still under it. Okay, well, that's great, but here's the thing. The COVID season, whatever season that was, James made me watch that, we had to have these drag queens on the podcast every week around yes that time. we did and it was amazing it was good it was good it was good uh and to be fair every night on twitter or what have you i was seeing all this noise about all these people right and i just don't see that anymore. drag queens um yeah they're not yeah, people I, I, they're
2: fucking unicorns okay so <laughs>
0: they're
2: drag queens there are a lot of seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, so right. I can see why you're tired.
0: So that's just, yeah, I mean, that's just in the UK, but internationally, there's RuPaul's Drag Race, Sweden and Australia and Canada and yes. UK versus the world. Of and like, course. I can't possibly believe that anybody it can be on top of all this stuff. Like, I've got a World of Wonder subscription, Dan. I really? am on top of it. Well. <laughs>
2: I think it's well, just rude, really, to say that. To say that, like... That, that we should cancel it, that it's over. Well, no. it's one of the only shows on television internationally that gives a space to queer people and queer stories.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, keep going, but just just admit that it's kind of not what it was. That,
2: but no one's saying that about straight shows. I'm not sat here being like, oh, they should stop making Emmerdale. Um, <laughs> and, you know, do we really need another season of Bargain Hunt?
0: <laughs> that's true, that's true. But Bargain Hunt isn't taking up like a primetime slot, isn't it?
2: Neither is RuPaul's Drag Race. It's on iPlayer. You watch it whenever you want to watch it.
0: What are you talking about, Boomer? That's, that's true. That's true. Well, anyway, I, I have the evidence bears me out on this. Um, Broadcast Now magazine says the fifth series of RuPaul's Drag Race UK is no match from Married at First Sight on E4. Who cares? So, Who asked them? Well, it's not my words. It's the mer- Ru- words of Broadcast Now Yeah, but Broadcast Now is now mag- not a gay publication, is it? I don't know, but the, the objective... Right. Um, and GQ... Arguably a straight publication, they uh, have said, where the show was once able to court the most casual of viewers is now almost primarily for hardcore fans. So, not my words, GQ. Uh, <laughs> By hardcore fans, that's very coded,
2: and that means homosexuals. So I would actually argue right. that I was right. That's, a, that's homophobic, and it is offensive for straight people and straight publications to argue that it's over because we're not trying to cancel straight shows. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> and that's things Dan, Dan, Dan can't say. Things that Dan can't say. Things that Dan can't say. He's on the wrong track. There's baby. a Love Island things fan is in the room. We've just say. lost a Love Island fan. Oh my god, I just realized this table's like a lazy Susan how fabulous is that yeah um so please welcome (laughs) trans trailblazer activist and author of the amazing book which is a bible for trans people the t in lgbt everything you need to know about being trans it is the fantastic
0: jamie
1: raines how are you doing jamie good thanks thanks for having me
0: yeah, no, thank you for coming. Um, you've written the
1: Bible for, tr- for trans people. I've never heard it described that way, and uh, I'm going to steal that, so thank you.
0: Yeah. Well, what would your number one commandment be to give to, to trans people?
2: <laughs> <laughs> a commandment, remind me, is because it's been a while since I read the, the Bible, is what, like a rule or
0: something? Well, the Ten Commandments, James, were delivered to... I can't remember. But it's like a rule. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Given to Moses, right? Or did Moses...
2: I love it when he hangs himself. <laughs> My friend Nigel it. So really did what would he be... give it to Moses or did Moses give it to him? Moses, Moses was... Does it really matter who gave it to who as long as they were having fun? <laughs> <laughs> what would be your number one rule, I guess?
1: Patience. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, not for a good
2: reason. Just, no, because I mean, yeah, of NHS things. waiting lists yeah, and yeah. all the bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. And your book is incredible. You go through all the various different stages of transitioning. And I think I'm right in saying you're transitioning. Like, did it, how long was that?
1: Uh, years. A long time. I started when I was 17, and I'd say, like, for me, it was done in my mid-20s. Yeah. So, like, eight years-ish. Maybe. And is there... Like, obviously, when you said that you, when you were four, you knew that you were trans or six? When I was four, I, I just thought I was like one of the boys. I was like, <clears throat> I don't understand the difference. The toilets were gender neutral. I was like, I'm just developing slower, maybe? I don't know what's going on. Um, and then as I grew up, everyone was like, no, you're a girl. And I was like, oh, okay. And then a, a whole load of confusion throughout my teenage years. Yeah. And then I knew I was trans when I was 16, uh, when I watched a documentary.
2: Which I suppose shows the importance of conversations and visibility yeah and is there a moment at the end of the transition you are like right I'm done now I'm officially a bloke did you have like a moment that was like this is it
1: I didn't feel like I needed tra- to transition to like be myself mm. but I think throughout the process it was like weights being lifted and it was when I got my new birth certificate that I was like that this is this is me that not everybody feels like they have an end point but I was like that's it yeah and it was uh yeah big relief do you remember who the
0: first person that you sort of told was that, that you felt like this? Was it your parents? or It was my mum.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I had um, awkwardly, like, the year before, told her I was a lesbian, um, which I, I regret it. It, was, it just wasn't right for me. I was like, that's not who I am. And she'd been really, like, open to it, though. And so I kind of told her, I was like, hey, mum, I'm kind of having some feelings about gender. <laughs> and then I proceeded to, like, show her Tumblr blogs and YouTube pages and yeah that was um i kind of took her on a learning journey with me and that helped her a lot we had Chaz bunner on the podcast and he said
0: that didn't he Chaz is chas transgender yeah. son and god i'm gonna can't trip myself up here <laughs> he came out to his mum as, as a lesbian initially and then yeah. over time was also like actually like i thought i was and i thought that was the easiest thing to do but actually deep down yeah. is
2: it i mean it's just a lazy Explanation, But it's kind of the same as when gay people like me come out as bi before coming out as gay. So it's like a step towards something different. So is it like easing them in sometimes, maybe?
1: I mean, for me, it was because I didn't know being trans existed. And like the way I was, everyone was telling me like, oh, you must be a lesbian, right? right. Like, you're so masked. Like, there's no way that you're straight. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. And then I just kind of rolled with that for a bit.
2: But the thing is, it's just very difficult because there is so much... Horrendous noise. I think it's sometimes important to shut it out, but obviously it's also important to fact-check and respond. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was on um, a BBC One show called Sunday Morning Live recently, and out of nowhere, this um, turf or gender-critical person, or person, whatever we want to call them now, um, decided to say live on television um, that transgender people are a social contagion basically suggesting it's something that by hearing about it you can become one what what can we do in that situation
1: when someone says something like that i mean that's all based on the rapid onset gender dysphoria research which like i think uh it it's like it's a really crap piece of research that gained a lot of traction because it gave like legitimacy to bigotry and i think the best way is to just kind of know where those lies come from so it comes from this piece of research where somebody, like, went to transphobic websites for parents seeking out, like, these anti-trans views, sent them a survey to be like, did your kids suddenly identify as trans when they made friends with other people? And then they were like, ah, yes, being trans is a social contagion among teenagers now. As they didn't even ask trans people. It's, it's based off something that literally didn't have any data or interviews or questions answered by actual trans people. It's just so stupid, though, isn't it? Because
2: if that really was something you could catch, right, Then we would all just be playing swapsies constantly and it yeah, wouldn't mean, really make a difference.
1: I, I would be cis and straight if, if you caught identities because I was brought up and it was like, the only thing you ever saw is like, cis people, man, woman, this is the body you have if you're a man, this is the body you have if you're a woman and everybody is straight. Ta-da, go make babies. Yeah. That was it. You'd be Dan. I would. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> be Jamie Dornan, perhaps. (laughs) Um, You've done a lot of your own research, actually, and you found out that detransitioning, found out some research about detransitioning, and and the number one reason why people uh, do detransition is because it's not a safe environment for them once they've done it. Um, So can you talk a bit about that? So is that like somebody transitions, and then it's such a headache for them that they just go, this isn't worth it, I'm just going to...
1: Yeah, it's basically not being in safe environments, not having accepting families around them, uh, like financial issues, issues at work, just not being able to comfortably be themselves and the social stigma pushing them back in the closet. Most go on to later retransition when they're in a better situation. And it's one of those things they just wheel out, isn't it? To be
2: like, oh, look, one person changed their mind. So we need to be yeah. really careful.
1: Oh, but- yeah, it was all the headlines a while back that were like, hundreds of women go back to original sex after detransitioning, and it's like that. There could be hundreds, but it's still under one percent of the people who have actually transitioned. Yeah. So if they put the percentages, uh, you know. so for the
2: people that don't understand the complexity of being trans, right? Like this person I was confronted with on Sunday Live. How do we confront them? How do we support them and understand where they're getting it wrong and try to guide them in the right direction?
1: I think a lot of it comes from, like, gentle education. As nice as it can be sometimes to shout back when people are horrible, it's that kind of, hey, well, you know, like, trans people are human, right? And, like, this is what we should be doing is actually listening to, to trans people as a community, not listening to TERFs, because that seems to be what's happening.
2: So you your wife has also kind of transitioned in, in a sense, from best friend to girlfriend. Sorry, girlfriend. I just married you. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Thanks. but you do give that vibe. Um, you seem very happy together. Um, how has your relationship changed through this?
1: It's very yeah. Well, we started off as best friends before I transitioned, and she was like one of the last close people I came out to. I think she's a little bit mad about that, but yeah, she's very important. I was like, I'm scared about how she's going to react, um, and we just we've. Grown up together. So, this was when we, were, we first met when we were 16. We've both changed a lot as people, and I look very different when we first met. I look back and I'm like, You found me attractive back then? Oh, thanks. But yeah, it's just we've grown a lot together, and she's been through every single stage of my transition. It's like a
2: real life heart stopper, <laughs> isn't it? It's really beautiful. And I want to know about Shabba's music, because Shabba's releasing music.
1: She's going to be very mad at you right now. Why? Because not
2: for calling her your wife, but for oh, uh,
1: <laughs> that bit's fine. The music bit, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's self-esteem issues that she does not deserve to have, because right. you know, I, I, I'm her biggest fan, right? So yeah, she's been working on some music uh, that's coming out very soon, um, and she's been very nervous about it, so. I'm trying to give her all the encouragement she can get, but she will be mad that you've brought it up. Okay, <laughs> she's right
2: behind me and I can feel the daggers through my uh, eyes. Oh wait, no, she, wait, but, she, oh, no she's, oh, back. she's back. Oh, she's over the here the back. are you mad at me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, when you get the streaming numbers, call me. <laughs> <laughs> um, or give it up for Jamie. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Jamie. Thanks so much for listening to part one of our live show at Cheerful Earful Festival. Please support our podcast by donating to our Patreon or following us online. We are at Gay, gay everywhere. We post loads of clips on TikTok and you can see Jamie there too.
0: Next week, we are joined by the legendary Fat Tony. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. We'll see you next week. And
1: thanks for listening, babes. Do the admin and support a gay and a non-gay? Visit gaynongay.com slash donate.